as artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing. They're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI dash safety dash security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI dash safety dash security. This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is supported by Trustonomy, an original podcast from OneTrust. Every good relationship you have, personal or business, it involves trust. But we all know that trust doesn't just happen, right? We've all lost trust in a friend or a brand or a product. Trustonomy is a new podcast that looks at true stories from the past to understand how trust works and what makes it stronger and how to rebuild it when it's broken. Now, you know, I'm a sucker for a good podcast that weaves historical stories and relates it to what's happening today. So I thoroughly enjoyed this Trustonomy episode and recommend that you check that out as well. Search for Trustonomy in your podcast player. We'll also include a link in the show notes. Many thanks to the OneTrust team for their support. This episode is brought to you today by Gusto. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially when you're a small business. Gusto is making payroll, benefits, and HR easy for modern small businesses. You no longer have to be part of a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and a great service to take care of your team. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. You sign up today, you will get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash rocket chip. Again, gusto.com slash rocket chip. So we're getting down to the wire here as the teams get closer and closer to launch. Everyone must be scrambling. Yeah. And the product teams, they're working away, resolving conflicts, trying to hit their deadlines. Hey, maybe this week Lee will buy a domain name. (laughs) You know, 
eh, you might be right. And Gunto and Krish, they're on the road this week, right? Yes. Gunto is at a leadership conference setting OKRs for the entire company and each of their teams. And Krish, I know he's preparing for the launch of Revenue Story, a new brand under the Charge B umbrella. It's going to be a good one today. So let's get into it. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka and Mike Belsito. So Lee has been playing with both a product and a marketing strategy. It's true. I, I haven't been sure if this is one product or a series of products. So today we find out. So? So first he built leadsforbusypeople.com. And most importantly, I don't have a way to start to influence anybody to lead them to the path of where this software would be able to help them go. I built that last week. Leadsforbusypeople.com. I'm building a tool and resource for business owners who fall into the segment that I think I could do well in with our software. And I want to help them to do the things for their sites and their businesses that help them to generate leads without requiring a tremendous amount of work because these are busy people. It's always the excuse you get, right? Is I'm busy. I don't have time to do these types of things. We have this process that's already in place and I'm busy doing that process. I don't want to change. So this is my sort of experiment into seeing if I can start to influence those people by building a product that resonates with them in the form of this really awesome list. Ah, nice. So that's one half of what he needs. So how's he getting people to sign up? So you're not going to believe this. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Nathan, his assistant who manages a lot of the marketing for Lee, he has a list of businesses who they reach out to because they also do like website work. They build... Uh, like landing pages for people. So these are like SMBs, construction companies. And he, get this, cold called them and asked to add them to their list for leadsforbusypeople.com. Okay. And? Everyone but one said yes. For your lead generation that will serve you going into the fall and the winter during your slow months, but things that you can do now in the morning before you go to work and things like that. Can we put you on that list? And he had one person say no of all the people he called. So to me, that was a bit of validation that these businesses understand that leads are important to them enough to either just say yes to get this person off the phone or yes, because they're genuinely interested. So what about the customer interview he did? Did he do any more of those? So funny you ask, he did not. I ran into an objection and my way of dealing with this potential objection again in the future was to have something in place. So now my thought is on my next call that this is something that I can offer. If there's a an objection or a concern that I'm not able to address at that time in regards to how this will change their business or how it would help them or how it's worth even just getting a demo of it, I can ask for permission to get them on this list. So he didn't want to find himself in the same situation, so he built his way out of it. That's what Lee does. Well, I hope it works for him. What about the main app? Does he have a name for that yet? Yeah, Leadproof, leadproof.com. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's easy to remember. Well, I hope all this customer development pays off, cross-domain and product and all. Actually, you're not going to believe this. (laughs) You keep saying that, Michael. He's actually already 
made a sale. That's awesome. I've been building a site for a local client for like, I don't know, two years now, year and a bit. And um, it's gone through multiple iterations, but in their last iteration, one of the things that they wanted to do was to put some more lead capture forms all over their site. And it was like, hey, I have this product that I'd love to show you. So I did, and I showed them it. And it actually not only allowed me to build out all these forms in like two minutes, but they signed on in a heartbeat. It was like mind blowing to them, which was odd to me because I sort of figured that they would have at least looked for other solutions like this before, but they hadn't, they hadn't looked for anything. They, they knew they had this problem, but they haven't been actively searching for a solution for it. So when I showed them it, it was, it was kind of like a birthday gift for them. They're all excited. And, um, so they've been using it now and they're, um, they're actively marketing in Calgary and it, it does like 40 or 50 lead submissions a day right now with their current ad spend that's going through that form. So, um, no errors so far, which is good, but it's also making me worried. I've checked that the log file is actually writing logs like three times impulsively because no errors is never right. There's always something wrong. $79 per month for up to five users. And honestly, he's barely got a landing page up. I definitely wasn't expecting that. I know. I'm excited for him. I, I honestly wasn't sure if he was going to get something out in time. And here he is making a sale before launch. So next week, we'll cover his official launch in whatever form that takes. And coming up, we'll follow Krish as he and the team get ready for the Revenue Story launch. This episode is brought to you today by Gusto. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially for small businesses. You don't have the time to be an expert on things like taxes and regulations. And there are old school payroll providers that exist, but they're just not built for the modern business. Gusto is making payroll benefits and HR easy for small businesses. Minor technology does the heavy lifting, so it's easy to get things right. Now, again, there is some competition for Gusto out there, but Gusto actually has a lot of things going for them. PC Mag and Fit Small Business, they've called Gusto the best payroll for small businesses. Gusto makes payroll a breeze. In fact, nine out of 10 users say Gusto is easier to use than other payroll solutions. And Gusto definitely saves you time. 72% of customers, they actually spend less than five minutes to run payroll. I know a lot of people that spend way more. Gusto is reliable. Four out of five customers actually reduce payroll errors after switching. And if you don't believe it, just Google it. People love Gusto. And how often do you actually love your payroll provider? Almost never. Most small businesses, they don't have an HR expert, but you don't need one to use Gusto. With great software and great service, you can focus on your business, not on your payroll or your paperwork. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com forward slash rocket ship. That's gusto.com forward slash rocket ship. Halfway across the globe from Cranbrook, British Columbia, we head to Chennai, India, where the team is prepping for the release of a new brand, Revenue Story. <laughs> so what is Revenue Story, you might ask? Why does this need to be a separate brand? Revenue Story is essentially a dashboard to help anyone inside of a company find either the right questions to ask or the answers to the questions that they might have in respect to their revenue. 
Interesting. So we're about a week before the launch and we get to join the team in their planning meeting and they're making sure they didn't miss anything before launch. So what is this meeting? So this is uh, our uh, revenue story, final no surprises launch. There are a lot of surprises, but... No surprises launched, but having a lot of surprises. We have a lot of surprises. Right. And the first surprise so, was uh, Sampath actually announcing that this is going to be only for like specific set of people. And then so, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I must apologize. So, <laughs> as we got closer to the actual thing, I realized that it's just best if we brought as many stakeholders in and uh, everybody is on the same page with respect to what's going to happen. Okay. So, I'll, I'll, I'll just quickly tell you, tell everybody why we're here. Okay. We're hoping to launch... Uh, this to the public on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Okay. So today's Friday. Wednesday, very close. So as they're pushing this out, I imagine they're anticipating some press coverage. I mean, it's a part of the reason you raise $18 million. Absolutely. Um, we are uh, hoping for some big band media coverage for this. Sharon will talk to us a little bit about what kind of media coverage we're expecting. But right now there's a lot of excitement. And uh, on Wednesday, if things go right, we might get a really, really, really good tier one uh, uh, media coverage. Probably, most probably a TechCrunch or a VentureBeat or a Forbes. Um, but at least a small biz. The team goes on to demo the product for all the stakeholders. While the high-level ideas have been signed off on, this is the first time some of them are seeing the dashboard itself. Um, on the left are a bunch of very fundamental questions that any subscription business owner cares about. And these questions go from very uh, overview-like in terms of, is my business growing or is it shrinking? Am I making money or am I losing money? And it goes on deeper uh, into which campaign is giving me the maximum growth? Which campaign from last year has given me the most growth? Uh, what's my emerging uh, geographies versus what are my highest growth potential geographies right now? Right. Which geographies are giving me the most MRR versus which geographies have given me the most delta in MRR? Right. And with each question, we show you that uh, as, as you click, click on each question, a different bunch of uh, answers pop up on the screenshot of the second. Right. Uh, so it's the same dashboard, the same bunch of uh, six things that you have on the dashboard. But each question that you ask pumps up a different combination of uh, these reports, which says this, this, these three reports that have always been in this dashboard are the answers to this So far, so good. The team or squad, as they call them at Chargebee, has the go-ahead to push for the launch. And this is still risky. A new brand can be a huge investment. You have to recapture the same mindshare you've built with your main brand all over again. Well, we'll find out how the launch of Revenue Story went coming up next week. And coming up after the break, we'll be checking in with Gunto and the growth team at Auth0.
guys put up the agenda just in case. Um, the cool. So, um, yeah, I just set up this meeting um, just for all the creators to kind of come together uh, as a sync up and check in and. So, Gunto's team is working away on the A-B test of their onboarding. Right now, it's in engineering, so all the heavy planning has been completed by the team. And Gunto finds himself at an executive offsite to set the OKRs for their next quarter. But it's needed is to have an OKR, like what you raised. I disagree. I don't think it's completely needed. I can give you an example. Growth, they need to work on something for metrics. They talked to product. They both agreed on adding an OKR about it, and that's it. We didn't have an SLT OKR, but both teams agreed on adding an OKR to their own teams, and it got done anyway. So I don't think that having it in SLT or company OKRs is a matter. Today was the first day um, of the executive offsite, and we divided it in three days. The main idea of this offsite is to set goals, to set the OKRs of what we want to accomplish as a company during the next quarter, so Q3. Um, and first day was mostly like uh, around like leadership development, team development, etc. So what we did is we all took a personality test. It's called Profile XT. And we talked um, with a coach about what the results means, how we can work better with each other on the executive team, etc. And then in the afternoon, um, there was a session that I thought it wasn't going to be good, but it was actually great. And it was each of us was telling the other executive members what things we thought they were doing good or great and <clears throat> what things we thought they, they should improve. And I got a lot, I personally got a lot of like good feedback, and I think that the rest um, did as well. And then finally we went for beers and and meat. We're in Argentina now, so we need to, we need to be eating meat. Um, and today it's going to be um, a talent review first. We're going to review like what are the key roles of the high potential people and what do we plan to do with them. And then, yeah, um, the rest of the day today and tomorrow is going to be the OKR study. Uh, They all huddle up in an office and start organizing the different team initiatives. Well, the, the goal here is to set the goals or OKRs consistent with the major initiatives of the company and to keep the teams focused on what's most important. Yeah, and that could be a bit tricky when you have so many different motivations in play. Yeah, it's definitely something they're working hard on balancing. Then I have all of these are like platform related investments, either for the vision or for the appliance that we do or the multi-cloud or something like that. Then I have two for onboarding the new VP of engineering. Then we have two for customer marketing. Um, well, next week, it's going to be a pretty exciting week. Next week is launch week and we'll be following along as each team pushes out their projects to the world. And we'll follow along to see what happens next. Thanks so much for tuning into season five of Rocketship.fm. For the next couple of months, we're going to be taking you deep into these stories, and we're incredibly excited to do that for you. We're also proud to now be part of the Podglomerate Network. So if you'd like to check out more great Podglomerate shows, go to thepodglomerate.com. And man, there's a ton. So if you like what you hear, leave us a review. We always love it. 
and we'll see you back here next week.